This episode is brought to you by WeAudition.com, video chat for actors. Audition and get general meetings with casting directors and agents. Get one-on-one career advice from industry professionals. Connect instantly with thousands of other actors to rehearse or self-tape. You can even earn money by being a reader for someone else. Get 25% off your subscription when you use my code ACTION25. WeAudition.com. Video chat for actors. You can tell when somebody recognizes you, and I know I, I, I know that look now. It's yeah. like their eyes just get big. Yeah. And they don't know where you're from, but they know you're from somewhere. That is Kevin L. Johnson, and I'm Lee Foster. You're listening to Action, the no-bullshit podcast dedicated to the pursuit of acting excellence. Kevin plays Sam Dermody on the hugely popular Netflix show Ozark. Please excuse the audio quality for the first few minutes of this episode. Enjoy. All right. Well, Kevin L. Johnson, thanks so much for being on this podcast. Yeah, it's a funny story. So I was watching Ozark and I am the pickiest fucking person ever when it comes to TV shows. <laughs> like I, I don't make it past like the, the first episode of like any shows and it's a, it's a curse. Ozark was was a show I really liked. I really liked that show. Nice. For people who don't know, it's Laura Linney and Jason Bateman. It's a Netflix show. The first season is out. The second season is filming, and it's really, really popular and really good. So anybody who hasn't seen it should definitely give it a shot. But I was watching Ozark, and as I do when I watch movies or TV, Sometimes I come across somebody and I think, I really want to interview that person for my podcast. And you were one of those people. I specifically remember sitting there thinking like, that's a really like interesting character. And I really want to interview that guy. And then lo and behold, I figure out that we had actually already talked on Twitter. I didn't even know that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, like in 2016 or something before mm-hmm. Ozark ever happened and everything. But it's just funny that it worked out like this. So, uh, so I'm really yeah. excited about this, man, and thanks for being here. Absolutely. So, Kevin, you are in a, a very interesting position, a unique position that not many or maybe any of my previous guests have been in when I'm interviewing them, and that is that you are between season one and season two, a very, very popular show. You are filming now for season two. What is that like, man? I mean, you are in an awesome spot right now. It's great, man. It's, it's pretty surreal because, I mean, I knew when I booked it back in um, 2016 when we started shooting season one, I knew it could be a big deal and got on set the first day and everybody loved what I was bringing to the character and then they started writing me more. It was pretty surreal. So, yeah, <laughs> it's been awesome. <laughs> so, how many episodes did they originally say that you were going to be in? When I did the audition, I knew I was going to be in, I think, three. And they ended up writing me in uh, two. I I ended up shooting six episodes. One episode, my scene got cut. Actually, the first episode, Where You Meet My Mom, was supposed to be in episode uh, four. And they ended up cutting that. But seven and nine are my two big episodes because there's a lot that happens in those episodes. about my character. So it was, I think those are what made it a big, big role for me. Yeah. Cause it was pretty heavy Sam for those two episodes. So it was really, really cool. 
So what were the specs for the character of Sam? Local realtor, loves his dog, and a little uh, eccentric. Okay. Yeah. You see that breakdown and, and take me through, if you can remember before going into that audition, take me through what you're thinking about, what you've decided, what choices you've made for that audition. Well, we do a lot of tape auditions here and we didn't have any callbacks. I got, I, I booked straight off the tape. So I went over to my manager's place, taped it, and I had the idea that I wasn't gonna, cause I'm kind of a subtle actor anyways. I came up with the idea that I was just gonna be myself. I, I was like, I think I could play Sam. I think it's right up my alley. I'm just gonna be this nice, kind of somewhat goofy in his, in his persona, but still subtle. And I did that and felt really good about the audition. And then I didn't hear anything for a while. And I even asked my manager to find out from, um, from the local casting director, you know, like, hey, what did y'all think of my audition? And they said they were going to go with somebody older. So I didn't think I booked it. I was like, okay, that's fine. I mean, I felt good about it, but it wasn't what they wanted. It is what it is. Can't do anything about that. And I was going to a, like a callback for a short film back in Charlotte. And my agent called me while I was driving. And he's like, hey, uh, so yeah, they want to book you for Ozark. And I was just like, what? Because I had completely given that up. I was like, all right, well, that's not going to happen. But yeah, you know, it's the weirdest thing, man. Sometimes those, you always hear those weird stories about how people book things. Like they never go with their first choice. And yeah, it's, it's one of those stories too. Man, that is crazy. So where do you live? Do you live in LA? No, I live in uh, Atlanta, Georgia. Okay. Yeah, local actor, man. Yeah. Damn. Okay. So what is your, give us a little bit of your like background, your experience, your training as an actor, where you're from, stuff like that. Well, I went to Clemson University. I actually um, started as a computer science major and realized I didn't want to do that. <laughs> so I switched to English, minored in advertising, decided to try, you know, take some acting classes just to see what thing, you know, try something new, break out of my shell, just fell in love with it. And then I didn't, uh, I think the first play I ever auditioned for was the Heidi Chronicles. I didn't get a part on it, but I really liked the audition process and everything. And I said, you know what, I want to be a part of this. So I'm going to do like stage work. So I got to see how the actors prepped like for, you know, a show and got to see how everything was done in the background. And I was ready for the next audition, which was going to be the musical for the year called Burial at Thebes. And, and that was my first time on stage. And then when I graduated, I decided a lot of, a lot of my uh, friends decided to go to, well, Chicago. You're from Chicago, right? Uh, I live in Chicago. Yeah. Yeah. So they decided to go to Chicago and I was thinking about doing the same thing, but then I said, I don't know, money might be an issue. So I'm going to head back to North Carolina, stay with my parents for a little while before I find a place. And everything uh, started shooting over there because the uh, the tax incentive was great at that point. So I got got headshots done, started taking acting classes with um, with a guy named Lon Bumgarner. I was with him for like six or seven years. He taught me a lot about like personal objectives and truth. And that's where I've based my, uh, I guess that's, that would be my technique is just to say, stay truthful to the moment, open to your, your same partner 
And yeah, I, th- I think that's where I get my technique from. That's really interesting. I mean, you have, I'm not going to try to kiss you. I'm going to try to not kiss your ass too much, but <laughs> <laughs> so you have a really interesting presence on screen. And one of my favorite movies is Prisoners, which you were in. You had a small, yeah. s- a small yeah. scene in Prisoners. And mm-hmm. I remember when I watched Prisoners, even though your scene is relatively small, you have a, an ability to really like capture the audience's attention because of your, I don't know, it, it is, it's subtle, but it's so believable that it's like kind of shocking. I remember I rewatched the scene in Prisoners and I felt the same way about it as I first did, which is, so the very last thing you say to Jake Gyllenhaal is good night, right? But you look, yeah. you look at him, you have this prolonged look at him because it's like you're waiting for him to say something. And then he doesn't, and then you just say, good night. Yeah. But that is such a, a subtle but effective, I don't know, way of looking so natural. It's really impressive. Thanks, man. And when you're in Ozark, the reason that you're, that character is so interesting is that you don't have a lot of facial expressions a lot of the time, but you can see everything going on behind the eyes. Yeah. That's what everyone's trying to do. And you do it, you do it really, really well. Thanks, man. It's tough because like, you know, you want to stay in the moment and you try not to see the script in your head. So, I mean, sometimes that happens for actors and sometimes it happens to me and I'm, that's what sucks sometimes when that happens. But, you know, if you can get away from the script and they're really cool with like uh, being lenient with the, with the words as long as, you know, you're getting <laughs> most of it. So, I try not to get too attached to the words and stay in the moment. And, and Laura was just super awesome to work with. She's like really, really sweet. Really, really nice. Yeah. Okay. So talk to me about Sam Dermody. Like who is he in your mind? I would say he's likable. He's loyal. He can be naive. Like he doesn't know what's going on. And, um, I think he wants to be respected which is a cool arc to play. Like he's, he's looking for respect, but he's also got the overbearing mother in season one who is trying to bring him down all the time for people who haven't seen the show. Spoiler alert. But you know, when she dies, I think that has to happen for him to grow and get closer to being respected. All right. So I'm, I'm curious, you have now been on the first season of a very popular show with a, with a pretty big character. Mm hmm. You're coming back for season two. How has your time been since Ozark was released? This episode will continue right after this. I love audiobooks and I've been an Audible member since 2013. When you go to www.audibletrial.com slash action podcast, you can download your first audiobook for free. I recommend Backwards and Forwards by David Ball, recommended by Michael Kostroff, Respect for Acting by Uta Hagen. A Life in Parts by Brian Cranston, and of course, Notes to an Actor by Ron Morosco, the best book on acting I have ever read. www.audibletrial.com slash action podcast. Let's first talk about your career. How has the landscape of your career changed? I'm not going to lie. Like when, when it came out, I had high hopes for big things happening earlier than they have. And uh, I booked a couple things. I booked a I booked a role in a movie coming out soon called American Animals with uh, with Evan Peters, 
from American Horror Story. And I booked late last year, I booked the show The Resident, which comes, I think, uh, I think that airs on Fox this Sunday, first episode. It's getting good reviews. But I thought like, um, I thought things were going to kind of progress pretty quickly because the role was a big role and I was getting recognized like on the street for the role. Like, I mean, when I say on the street, I mean, I was working at a restaurant. I'm on a leave of absence right now, but uh, yeah. in case I have to go back, but I would get recognized in the restaurant and it would be funny because people would be like, Hey, are you, uh, I would get the, Hey, you look really familiar. Have I seen you? Do you work? Have you worked at another restaurant? And I don't know how to say like, well, do you have Netflix? Yeah. Have you seen, have you seen the show Ozark? But I know that that's where they're coming from. It, Cause you could just tell, like, you could tell when somebody recognizes you. And I know, I, I, I know that look now. It's yeah. like their eyes just get big. Yeah. And they don't know where you're from, but they know you're from somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> so that's really cool. But acting wise, I thought I was going to get, you know, booked a lot more and it didn't quite happen. So there was definitely frustration. And I would tell my manager, I would tell my agent that I was frustrated. And they're like, well, I mean, you know, casting directors, I mean, yeah, you were awesome in that show, but they don't think you fit this part. And who knows if it gets past the casting director, maybe producers be like, oh, shit, that's that guy from uh, that show Ozark. That's fucking awesome. Okay, awesome. But, you know, things don't always work out. I did I did get some connections on on uh, Twitter from fans of the show and I've signed a letter of intent for a movie called Don't Look There that's going to be shooting sometime this year but that's a nice uh, supporting role and I think that's going to shoot in Detroit slash Toronto so I got that through social media and I found out a couple days ago that somebody was interested in me for a comedy slash horror film with the dude uh, I think who's a, who's attached to it is the guy he was in that movie Just Friends back in the day with Ryan Ryan Reynolds he was the brother uh-huh. he was fucking hilarious in that movie uh, but he's attached to that and they're interested in me possibly for a role on that yeah man I'm I have high hopes that things are going to be a little different after season two. Yeah. I feel good because there's some good stuff that's going to be happening for my character. I can't say anything, but it's, it's going to be a nice, exciting, fun year for Sam. So you were talking about getting recognized and I'm sort of endlessly interested in the prospect of fame because it's something that generally scares me. And I, I really don't know if I'm going to want it or not like it. Right. I don't know if I'm going to like it. I might hate it. It's interesting to me. And so, you are now, you're now being recognized for this role. What is that? What is that like? Do you enjoy that? Or is that kind of like, whoa, this is weird? It's a little bit of both. I think there is a sense of, what was it Dustin Hoffman said on uh, Inside the Actor Studio? Uh, I think Lawrence Olivier, he asked him, why do we do this? And Lawrence Olivier just got up to him and said, look at me, 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 look at me. Like, I think there's a sense of, I mean, we have to be a little narcissistic, I think, to be in this business. And there's nothing wrong with that. And, you know, it's good to be, you know, validated. And when people say, oh, man, you're really great in that show. It's nice. It's also weird because you run out of responses other than like, oh, man, I'm glad you like the show. Uh, Cool. Hey, do you know when you're going to be back for season two? Well, 
I don't know yet. So, you know, you get those, <laughs> oh, are y'all already shooting? Yeah. You know, you get those questions. And sometimes you go on autopilot, but you're still humble and love the fact that they like the show. There's no like diva quality to me when I answer those questions or anything like that. Yeah. Well, so, I mean, your fame is probably going fame. to... We'll, we'll put that in quotes, fame. Yes. Right. Well, your level of fame is probably going to at least double after next season comes out. So, you must be thinking about that, like the amount of times that you are being recognized now will double or triple. How do you feel about that? Again, it's, uh, the word I use is surreal still, to be honest with you. I hope after season two comes out, I'm hoping things get bigger, I get more opportunities, maybe test the LA market and see if they're interested. A lot of people, I think if LA is interested, they're going to let you know, is what I've been told. And if big agencies like CAA or, you know, WME want you, they're going to, they're going to come calling. So, and hope, you know, fingers crossed. I mean, I know that's a pie in the sky kind of thing, but I'd like to think there's a possibility of that. Yeah. So are you still able to audition for, for anything else or how does that work? I mean, I'm sure... Netflix has you on hold like pretty permanently. Well, I'm on an episode to episode contract. I, I'm a guest star on the show, guest star recurring. So they don't have me on a series regular would be nice. Fingers crossed that that happens in the future, possibly for something um, because of this show. So I'm not on a contract. So it's an episode to episode contract, but I do have to make sure that nothing steps on their toes. Mm-hmm. So they have me on first position because, you know, I know where my bread is buttered. I know what's going to, you know, what my quote claim to fame is right now. And that's the show. So I don't want to do anything that would jeopardize that. So mm-hmm. like if I get auditions, I look at the the shoot window and if we can work it where it doesn't interfere, then I'll try to do it for sure. For, you know, extra money and extra credit on mm-hmm. the resume. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So on Ozark, you play a character who I would describe as sort of timid and is sort of trying to come out of his shell slowly. Yeah. If you booked another role right now for uh, in a film or a TV show, what would you like to to try? What do you think you could do well besides the Sam Dermody character? I would love to challenge myself with like, you know, the bad guy, like the bad kind of with an edge, you're not kind of sure what he's thinking. So that would be really cool. But I think you got to like, you got to go with what is in your wheelhouse early on in your career mm-hmm. to show that, you know, you have a technique, you understand the process of being in front of a camera. I think the lower budget, the indie films are the chances where you get to break out of that because sometimes they need a quote name for a movie and they give you the opportunity to be a part of their project. And it's, and sometimes they'll, they'll give you those kind of roles where it's like, Oh man, okay. I just want him in this movie. Let's see if he can do this role. So that's a good way to get something like that on your reel. I think is to take those, get those opportunities because they need a quote name. I just did a short film, but it's a, it's a zombie film, which is good to have on my resume because of the walking dead. So maybe, Fingers crossed, I would love to get on The Walking Dead. It's a role that's a little different than what I've done. I got to be a little more of a edgier kind of guy. So I'm hoping that turns out well when I get the footage. Mm-hmm. Do you get uh, nervous when you go to uh, in-person auditions? 
Yeah, I think there's I think there's always a sense of nerves, but that's also good, I think, too, because you don't want to be too comfortable. But if I get too nervous, sometimes like when I'm in the, the waiting room, I'll count the tiles or something like that to break the nerves. Just to not ruminate on it. Yeah, yeah. Count the tiles, huh? I've never heard that <laughs> yeah, there, before. If there's tiles on the floor, there's tiles on the ceiling, you know, you count those. It kind of helps. Yeah, <laughs> that's good. All right, I want to go to, uh, I have a few listener questions for you. Oh, cool. All right, so Zach Wheeler says, Hey, Lee, I think it would be cool to ask him about when he first started acting. First auditions, when slash how he got an agent, how did he get into acting, etc." I think those questions are always cool to hear. Also, I think it would be cool to ask him about how he went about approaching his character. We've, we've already kind of talked about some of this stuff. Oh, yeah. On yeah. Ozark, you mentioned he presents his character in a, in a unique way. I think you should ask him about why he decided to present him that way and the research he did for it. So, I know we've kind of covered some of that stuff, but why don't you touch on the stuff that we haven't? Well, like I said, I mean, I just I, – I went into that uh – just kind of being myself because it was right up my wheelhouse. And I think that's what made it easy for me to play is because I didn't really think about strategies. And I mean, I had objectives and scenes and everything, but I kept them personal. And yeah, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> so, so it was mostly the way that you, Kevin, would be in those situations. For him, that's the way I looked at it. And working with Laura was awesome. So it made it easy, you know, to have an objective with her because she was just great to work with. And I went in, obviously she has her own agenda, but Sam doesn't know that. Yeah. So I was like, well, I think he's kind of attracted to her. I mean, there's nothing in the dialogue that says that, but I played it like that. And I think that's what kept it grounded and real. Yeah. And you did that very well. Thanks, man. All right, so Max Young. And by the way, if anybody that has... sounds like an actor name right there, Max Young. <laughs> That's a good one, yeah. If anybody has questions, you can uh, ask me on Twitter or on the Facebook group that I recently started. Just look up Action, the Pursuit of Acting Excellence on Facebook, and you can, uh, you can join the group if you have questions for future guests or anything like that. So Max Young asks... I always like to know what drives an actor to continue to act when the going gets tough. Oh, why yeah. still act? Yeah, man, it can get, um, it can get frustrating. Like I was saying, but I also know this is, this is what I want to do. And I'm not going to let, you know, months of not booking something affect that. Yeah. You just got to keep, you just got to keep plugging along. I know it's cliche, but it's true. I mean, you just can't, and you get better. The more auditions you get, the less you care, which is uh, Michael Kostroff, who I love. I've, I've heard him on your podcast. He's awesome. And it, most of the time, what does he say? You're not going to get the fucking job. So, yeah. I mean, that's the way you got to look at it. You And again, like here, we do a lot of taped auditions. So, you put yourself on tape. You show them a, a certain type. And if they want you, they, they're going to call you back. And if they don't, there's always going to be another audition. If you find this podcast beneficial, please go to iTunes and give me a rating and review. I'm Lee Foster. Thanks for listening.